Podcast. It's been a long, long time since we've seen each other, Vivian. I think probably almost a month.、Um, it's just been a crazy、uh, month. Like, what was it? April and late of March. After the March Madness thing, things got even more mad at Firewood. Some of my clients, so I was unable to do this. And, and then I moved. From one house to another, so that also kept me busy. And I feel like I've missed a lot of football, right?、Uh, so, first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing great. All righty.、Um, how's your leg? How's your ankle、um, feeling?、Uh, pretty good. I am、uh, in physical therapy. I go twice a week. and... I do physical therapy every day and I'm actually back to walking. And I've actually been walking, I've been practicing walking longer distances. So I think <laughs> walking like three miles a day, maybe a little bit more. So it's a lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking pretty, I'm not like 100% recovered, but recovered enough where I can、uh, assimilate back into society. <laughs> <laughs> When do you expect to、um, go to your、uh, new hike?、Um, I'm actually supposed to try hike next weekend, so we'll see. Oh, look at you going like Teddy Bridgewater, recuperating super fast and ready to, for action. Oh, man. One quick question Did you ever have a beer explode in your face? Because、um, that happened to me yesterday. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever had that. It was this beer, I guess, changing pressure, temperature, and it just tipped something, blew up, filled my whole kitchen with beer from ceiling to、um, floors and cabinets. It's horrible. So, people,、uh, if you have a beer that's cold, don't put it in the hot weather and then just let it sit. It will inflate and the littlest thingy will trigger it and it will be a bomb. So, you don't want to do that, okay?、Uh, so, that's why I'm tired and couldn't even see what's happened with the last round of football because I was cleaning everything. But let's do this.、Um, what the hell have I missed this last month? Because I feel like、well, there's so much. Yeah, there's been <laughs> a lot of action, but. Since we do have to talk about the NFL draft that happened over the weekend. Oh, there was a draft too? <laughs> yep, the, dra- the NFL draft, it, draft happened <laughs> over the weekend. Oh my God.、Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday,、um, which we'll get into. <laughs>、um, but I'll just go ahead and cover off on, I think, what are the top line highlights? There w a s a lot of smaller things, you know, smaller trades and signings.、Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest one, which happened almost right. Immediately right after we last recorded was the Sam Darnold trade. So, what the yeah, so Sam Darnold's not with the Jets. No, so the Panthers、oh, traded a six round pick this year and a second and a fourth for next year for、oh. Sam Darnold.、Um, and then they actually 
yesterday, I believe, they picked up a fifth-year option for Sam Darnold. So they're saying Sam Darnold is our guy, basically. Whoa. So wait, wait, wait. So where does that leave this guy we were just talking about, Teddy Bridgewater, my boy? So wow. then Teddy Bridgewater was traded to the Broncos what? for just a six-round pick for this year. Just a, so, that's a steal, my boy. Yeah, apparently Bridgewater's value is lower than Darnold's is the implication of this trade. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> the Broncos, do you think? Yeah, he's a better quarterback than what they already have, right? I think that's a nice deal for them, six just for a six-round pick. <laughs> I guess, so, but, I mean, between... Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Bridgewater, I think, should be the starter, but yeah. I don't think either one of them is like a QB one, you know? <laughs> yeah, not for fantasy. Hmm. Whoa. Well, and what about the oh, so the Jets? Well, we'll get to we'll get to them in the in the draft, right? Yeah. Okay. What else did I miss? So last we talked. Alex Smith was talking about how he believed that he's earned the right to compete for a starter position. Yeah. Yeah. Up well, <laughs> instead of that, he actually retired. Alex Smith is officially what? retired from the NFL. Yeah. But he was just getting started. Oh my God. Wait, maybe that lit wasn't holding up. You know, at least I feel like he went out with, you know, on a high note as a comeback player of the year, I think they should, you know, it's good for him to retire that way. And then they should just name the award after him. The Alex Smith award. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. He'll be missed. He's what? 37. I think so. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. So yeah. the Redskins have no quarterback. So I mean, Redskins. Sorry. I got to bleep that out. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. The watch the what the F team doesn't have a quarterback. <laughs> Let's see what happens with them. Yeah. Um, so another notable player also retired um, by the name of Julian Edelman. What? My boy, do you, uh, come. Oh, he's coming to the Bucks. No, he is like retired, retired. He actually did an interview right after the announcement. So what happened was um, people noticed that he – oh, wait. Let me find it. Oh, I found it. Okay. So uh-huh. – Okay, let's yeah. take it from the So start. the original announcement came out from um, Ian Rappaport was that the Patriots terminated his Edelman's contract for yeah. – it's listed as a failed physical. Then – the news came out a little bit after that that the failed physical was just like I don't know the is a technicality basically but basically he was retiring and then he came out and made the announcement he already did a press tour he's talking about you know his body I mean I don't took a beating <laughs> in his career like I'm surprised he played this long but he yeah. is definitely taking a break from the NFL. He was asked if, you know, maybe he would be interested in joining a coaching staff. And he was like, you know, maybe sometime down the road. But right now, I think I'm just going to kind of chill for a little bit and not think about football. 
yeah, right. Watch, watch TV lure him into the Bucks in the next summer, in the upcoming <laughs> summer. So, ooh, I think that's gonna be a, yeah. We'll see. But Julian Edelman, we'll miss you, man. Um, Jeez, I've been missing so much. What happened? What else happened? I hope no one else retired. No, um, I think some of the most recent news, a couple of running back signings. So the Cardinals actually picked up James Conner from the Steelers. And the Niners picked up um, Gallman from the Giants. Whoa, more... More running backs for the Niners. <laughs> yes. We can never have enough running backs. They're like you. Uh, he, this guy, uh, Shanahan, took your nickname from your team. He loves RBs, too. Apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. Uh, well, I, uh, in fantasy football, that's just more mess, right? I think there's some news about some running back they picked in the draft as well. We'll get to that. Uh uh, so yeah, well, I've missed a lot, uh, so, and I missed the the, the draft of a period. I thought it was next week. Uh, shoot. Uh, so what happened in the round in the f- football draft? <laughs> yeah. So overall, I think this was a pretty good draft. Um, we can go over the first rounders and then just a couple of people from the later rounds that I think will have some impact or. I think may or may not have fantasy impact, but I feel like if we go through, what is it like all 236 picks? Oh God. Forever. (laughs) People will. People would just. They'll hate us. Yeah. Yeah, They'll block us. They'll unsubscribe if they subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just keep it. Let's go for the spicy ones. The ones that matter, you know, the ones that I want to know because you know, my strategy in fantasy football it's always go for those rookies that everyone picks in the seventh, eighth round or whatever, and then they just start blowing up. Uh, so tell me some names that I should be aware of. All right. So we'll kick off with round one. So round right. one, actually, we had six draft picks from um, Alabama, the College Football National Champions. Um, mm-hmm. But number one overall as – expected as talked about yeah. for months was oh, and I did know. yeah Trevor Lawrence Trevor. Mm-hmm. is going to the Jaguars um they actually just released the value of his contract and Trevor Lawrence got paid um he, the contract that he is going to be signing with the Jaguars has been set it's a four-year deal plus a fifth-year option for 36.7 million dollars with a $24 million signing bonus. Whoa. Yeah. Well, as long as he doesn't pull a Jamarcus Russell, you know, from back in the day, <laughs> he's not a bust. Uh, the people have high expectations of him. So um, so where does that leave my boy? Um, let's do a pause here. Oh, my gosh. What was his name? The guy with the previous quarterback. Uh, oh, Minshew. Oh. Okay. So where does that leave my boy uh, Minshew? Uh, he had this new haircut, and he has a nice mullet, and now is he still with the Jaguars? Um, as far as I know, he's technically still rostered on the Jaguars, but I think everybody knows that Trevor is going to be the starter <laughs> for yeah. this next year. You know, this is like the most 
<laughs> talks about college quarterback, I think since Andrew Luck, like people mm-hmm. are comparing him to like Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, like John Elway, like that's the caliber of quarterback he is. Whoa. So we're expecting big things coming out of Trevor Lawrence and obviously they're paying him um, what they believe is his value. So we'll see. Um, all right. I'll see you, Trevor, in the seventh round of the fantasy football. <laughs> So second pick, another quarterback. So the Jets, you know, Jets got to replace Sam Darnold. (laughs) So they went and picked up Zach Wilson from BYU, which I think it was a it was an expected pick. Um, You know, everybody knew Trevor Lawrence was going to go number one. I think for out of the the quarterback class, there's discussions around a few people, which was you know Zach Wilson. We had um, Justin Fields, we had Mac Jones, um, and Trey Lance, kind of. But I think most people were thinking that the Jets were probably going to pick up Zach Wilson. You know, he's an explosive passer, um, similar to what you saw from Mahomes and Herbert in college. And he is just really athletic and excels um, in in his passing game. He's got a huge arm. Uh, But the Jets could have gotten Trevor if they hadn't beaten, what was it, Cleveland? Or (laughs) yeah, (laughs) they messed up big time, right? Remember, we were talking about that back in the day, and that was stupid. So now they got the second best QB in. I don't know. He looks just like a clone of Sam Darnold, so I think it's going to be the same story all over again. The Jets doing the Jets. Yeah. Wilson, I would say, he's not really close to being like a complete quarterback yet, which I guess is fine for a rookie. Um, So we'll have to see how that kind of plays out for him. With the Sam Darnold all over again. He wasn't ready and still they picked him. and then Okay. We'll see how it plays out, but that guy ain't touching him at all for the draft in fantasy football. <laughs> yep. And then pick number three. So pick number mm. three was originally the Miami Dolphins, but the Niners traded up for pick three. So they gave mm. Miami um, the 12th round overall and a first, a first and a third in 2022 draft and a first rounder in the 2023 draft so quite a haul that Miami got um, for this trade Um, but the Niners ended up going with Trey Lance and he was a surprise right they were they were like bluffing I feel that's what I've been reading it was a surprise, but a pleasant surprise. So, you know, Kyle Shanahan and the whole Niners organization, they were keeping it really close to the best on who they were picking. When asked, you know, they said, like, there's the one they've been keeping their eye on, and, you know, they're going to go and see all the quarterbacks um, and kind of keep an eye on their their progress over the offseason. And then there was a report um, supposed leak that the Niners <laughs> traded up to get Mac Jones and then there was all this frenzy and everybody I don't know off season you know slow news so everybody leaned into that there's a lot of talks about Mac Jones which 
fans were very upset by. Like I personally did not want Mac Jones. So yeah. Trey Lance, I think is a pleasant surprise. So, you know, he's super athletic. He's like a risk averse passer. He's got good velocity. I think the only gripe that people had about Trey Lance is that is, I guess his, um, he's got a little bit less experience than some of the other, you know, top quarterbacks from this draft class. And he, you know, he did play at a smaller school in a smaller division, but so that's what kind of caused the hesitation. I think for people on Trey Lance was that, you know, he didn't play in, you know, the sec, for example. So, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, none of these guys have ever played against, you know, end of NFL caliber, like defense teams. So not really, not really a huge um, issue in my perspective. And, you know, the Niners have said that Jimmy G is still going to be the starter for this year. So I think he is a good developmental QB to sit behind Jimmy for a year, maybe two. If, if Jimmy G stays healthy through the first four games, which yeah. I predict he won't, <laughs> and Trey Lance will step up next season, right? By the midseason, he'll be there. So I like him. I like his. I just go by looks. He looks the part. I like his name. I also go by names. I like something about Trey Lance has a nice uh, rhythm to it. So yeah, uh, I'm excited about that pick for you guys, Niners. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All righty, nice. What else should cool. I know? Well, next up we <laughs> have the Falcons, and they took oh, yeah. um, tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida. Which this is a great, Why? great pick. What tight end? Yeah. Is this has that tight end never been picked up that high? I don't think so, but I don't think out of all the well, I think most rookie tight ends aren't that good, but out of all the tight ends in this draft class, like Kyle Pitts is legit. He's super athletic, um, flexible with schemes, and super reliable in the red zone. So I think if if any tight end is going to make an impact next year in the NFL, it's going to be Kyle Pitts. So I think this is a good pick for the Falcons. And for my fantasy football team, I'm (laughs) already targeting him. You know, because tight ends are like the hardest position to figure out. They are. It's always a tight end wasteland. Like, why? So I think with uh, Maddie Ice and all that offense that the Falcons have, uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to go for him, like, probably in the fifth round already. Yeah. And I think he can um, work well (laughs) as a, you know, a blocker for Julio and Ridley, too, who were both really great last year in fantasy. So while you postos and clowns are uh, selling your soul to the devil getting uh, Travis Kelsey or Kittle. I'll be stealing this guy from the Falcons. Thank you, Falcons, for doing that. What's next? My Bengals. Your Bengals. The Bengals bungled. They, they t- tell me they got an offensive lineman for we're a, Please tell me they did. The Bengals took wide receiver Jamar Chase. Uh, well, wide receiver LSU. Oh. I was like, oh. come on, like why? Just this guy. Jamar. Okay. On one hand, Jamar Chase is definitely um, top three um, 
out of the receiver class this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously he played with Joe Burrow at LSU. So the school is reunited and that's all great and cute. But there <laughs> is we a huge no case to be made. Yeah. For taking an offensive lineman. And that case is the glaring scar that's on Joe Burrow's knee <laughs> that he just had surgery on. In like, his first season, when you're health, when not you're at your best, he's already lost the knee. Right. So I just I was mind blown, especially what with the talent that is still available on the board. With I mean, Bengals have the fifth pick. Like they could have taken anybody and they picked a wide receiver. Like I said, though, you know, like Jamar Chase, not a bad pick for a wide receiver, just not what the Bengals needed. <laughs> yeah, you need at least two seconds in the pocket to throw the ball. So ugh, Bengals bungling. Are their uniforms at least cool? I didn't see them. The uniforms are cool. We can talk about it on the next episode. They're so <laughs> much cleaner than they were this year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they did pick up a couple offensive linemen in the later rounds but it was again you know they took someone I think in the second oh my god I'm blanking on his name of Carmen but Carmen but Carmen also was not the best like offensive lineman available on the board at that time like they could have taken up it's the Bengals were being Bengals um Still, I don't think this is this is probably not their worst draft they've ever done. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> probably had worse years, so it's I'm, decent. Oh <laughs> well, well, I'm disheartened right now. I don't. Uh, let's keep going. I don't care anymore. Okay. Well, then, <laughs> Miami with the sixth pick. So Miami traded. Number 12, number 123, and a 2022 first rounder to the Eagles for the sixth pick and the 156th pick overall to take a wide receiver. And they took Jalen Waddle from Alabama. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They, they didn't take Devonta, uh, what is it? Devonta Smith? No. Ah. <laughs> what is his name? No, they didn't take Devonta Smith. So Jalen Waddle and Devonta Smith. So many Devontas, I get mixed up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, since you don't watch college ball, they actually play on the same team. They both play for Bama. Um, they're both really great wide receivers. They're amongst the top three. So the top three wide receivers from this class, I would say, are Waddle, Smith, and Jamar Chase. Um, Jalen Waddle, super explosive. Um is really good at creating separation and really creative with the way that he maneuvers space, but he didn't play. I don't think he played at all this past season. He's, you know, had a a bit of a ankle injury. So that's probably the reason why people were much higher on Devontae Smith. I would say they're pretty even paced as far as talent, but given that, Waddle is coming off an injury. Like I would put Smith over Waddle, but I think this is a decent pick for the Dolphins. However, the Dolphins also have a lot of wide receivers. Like they have Devontae Parker, they have Preston <laughs> Williams, and then they added Will Fuller to the oh, roster. Yeah, Will Fuller. Yeah. And, you know, with Tua as their starter, because they said last year Tua's the guy, Tua finished below 200 yards in his last nine starts. 
So 200 yards spread between all this talent, like I don't think it's going to have much of an impact fantasy-wise. Which, just quickly, let me do a little asterisk with myself because I just said that what the F team doesn't have a quarterback. They actually do have Ryan Fitzpatrick, so it's just Ryan Clean Kovac. So I remember all this Miami thing, you know. Imagine, imagine Fitzpatrick with all these uh, wide receivers there. That would have been beautiful. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, then we have pick seven. What happened there? So pick seven was the Lions. Uh, oh, they, they this is the guy that the Bengals should have gotten. Yes. They took offensive tackle Penny Stowell from Oregon. This guy is a monster. This guy's a beast. He's six, six foot six, three hundred and twenty-five pounds. Skating through him. Um, he dominated in college football. Like people like people are saying like he's like Hall of Fame caliber. Like he hasn't even played, <laughs> he hasn't yeah. even set foot in in a first NFL game. And like that's how good he is. And that's definitely who I thought the Bengals were gonna draft, who they should have drafted. And I don't know if you watched or no, you didn't watch the draft, but the Lions, Dan Campbell was so excited. The entire Lions organization was so excited because I don't think they expect a Sewell to be available at the seventh. I mean, and like when they called him, when they made the call, like the entire room's like celebrating. They were like jumping around, like high-fiving. They're stoked because you know, Dan Campbell said that he was looking for guys who can bite off kneecaps. And Penny Sewall oh, is yeah. a guy who can bite off kneecaps. He's like a real lion. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this will make um crap. My names with today are just crappy. What's the quarterback they traded for? Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Jared Goff is really good with time. So if this guy just blocks all these guys off him, he might be the answer for the Lions. Yeah. Um, the Lions actually ended up taking a lot of offensive linemen in this Whoa. draft. I think they're really building up the O-line, which, you know, they when they traded for Goff, they kind of said, like, we're kind of in a rebuilding phase. You know, we don't necessarily think Goff is the guy, but they're kind of setting it up so that, you know, when they do get their guy, they can just drop him in into the QB position. He'll be super well protected by all these guys who bite off kneecaps. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a monster offensive line than they probably have, and everyone knows mm -hmm. offensive lines win championships. Yeah. Then we have the Panthers. Um, yeah. They drafted J.C. Horn. Um, I think some people were questioning whether or not they were going to pick up a quarterback, and no, clearly they were. Yeah, and clearly they think Sam Darnold is the guy since they just extended him yesterday. Mm -hmm. But, uh -huh. um, you know, obviously that came out after the draft. So people, I think people were a little bit surprised. And then the Broncos also took a cornerback, Patrick Sertain from Alabama. I think, again, people are confused why they didn't <laughs> take a quarterback when they're clearly not settled at the position. But so who knows? <laughs> like, very interesting picks there. And then there was a big surprise. The Cowboys had picked 10 and everybody was waiting. And then last minute, the Eagles traded up with the Cowboys to, from 12 to 10 to pick up Devontae Smith. Mm, our boy, Devontae Smith. Yeah. With the so Eagles. that'll be interesting. You know, Devontae Smith, 
great hands, so good at route running, super fast, explosive coverage, uh, um, exploiting coverages. But he is, he will probably take the starting position, but it is, the Eagles do have a run first offense. So I'm not really sure what that means for him in terms of fantasy value. And uh, if I last recall, the Eagles don't really have a quarterback. They don't have a coach. Well, I mean, everyone is like new. So <laughs> yeah, so many teams who team. don't really have like their quarterback set in stone didn't take a quarterback. It's very strange. So yeah, it's like if the wide receiver would make a quarterback when it's usually the other way around. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're smarter well, than us. I don't know. Yeah. Well, then. Something crazier happened was uh, the Bears had picked 11, and the Bears actually Ooh. did take a quarterback, and they picked up Justin Fields from Ohio State. Yeah. And that was just wild. It was as if this was such a good pick for them. I think all Bears fans and just everybody was, like, mind blown. Like, wow, they actually made a smart move. Justin Fields – You know, he is extremely athletic. He's a mobile quarterback and he's mm -hmm. really good at protecting the ball and is um, a great leader, like on and off the field. It was almost, it, it was just so weird to me. It was like Ryan Pace woke up and he's like, hey, I think I'm the general manager of an NFL franchise. I should make some good decisions today. <laughs> yeah, apparently they never do, right? And finally... So this was via trade, right? Getting the 11th pick, or it was just there? No, it was just, it was there. And oh, this so is such a steal, because, yeah, and this is such a steal, because, you know, Justin Fields, like I said, amongst the top three or five names being named in the quarterback class, like, people expected him. There was talks of him going at three to the Niners, potentially, as well. Mm. Um, but that kind of got overshadowed with the Mac Jones rumors, so... Did not expect him to fall this far. So this is a a great win for the Bears. Good job. I hope finally the Bears have something to make it worthy watching because they get all these primetime games and they're so boring. I mean, hopefully this time this will work for, for everyone. Yeah. Then the Cowboys with the 12th pick took a linebacker. Um, And the Chargers following that took an offensive tackle, which was a good, that was a good pick. They took Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. I think that was pretty smart of them to, you know, work on protection for Justin Herbert, something the Bengals mm -hmm. should yeah, learn. It, that's, <laughs> that's the way to go. I mean, once you have a quarterback, you protect him. Yep. Um, okay. The Jets took an offensive guard. And then okay. pick number 15 was... Also, kind of a surprise to so the Patriots. Ooh, let me say this name. What? Mm, let me say this name. Michael McCorkle Jones. <laughs> yep, they took Mac Jones. Um, oh, Mac Jones. Yeah, they took Mac Jones, who was the starting quarterback of the national champions, Alabama, University of Alabama. Hmm. I think... People were surprised, but then when you took a minute to process, it kind of made sense. Compared to the other quarterbacks in this class, I think Mac Jones was the best fit in terms of leveraging the drop 
back passing attack that the Patriots employed with Tom Brady. So it's very similar. And, you know, Belichick is very close with Nick Saban and they're still really good friends. So I think Mac Jones will work really well in the Belichick system. And the Patriots seem to like their um, their quarterbacks that don't look like they should be NFL players. I don't know if you know what Mac Jones looks like, but one yeah, of the yeah. criticism of Mac Jones is that he looks out of shape. He is not a mobile <laughs> quarterback. And you can tell by the way he looks. And after this pick was announced, there was a lot of comparisons on the internet of, you know, the picture of Tom Brady when he was drafted yeah. and then a picture of Mac Jones and people were like, oh, it's the same. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll okay. see. What <laughs> it's got took my attention to fill. Yeah, what took my attention is that they were saying this is completely the opposite of Cam Newton. And even like his name, no, Mac, Cam, it's like the inverted. And one is fit and, you know, white and black and super strong. And the other one is like, you know, has a dad bod already at 22 and stuff. So, yeah, and Cam, Mac, very interesting. Very interesting how the stars align in this world. Okay, mm -hmm. so the Patriots won with that. That's what they were expecting. It just landed just into their plate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Coming back see, with all his tight ends and his quarterback to see what happens. Oh, I have some tight end news for our next episode. Um, <laughs> it just came out. I figured we saved it for the next one since we have so much to cover off. Yeah, keep it but... a surprise so people stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, you have to listen next week. Yes. Um, then the Cardinals took a linebacker. The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Are I heard always a lot so of that. bad at drafting. So they took an offensive tackle, Alex Leatherwood, who is also from. University of Alabama. So Leatherwood, okay pick. You know, he's the reigning Outland Trophy winner, and he has, like, guard and tackle versatility. And I think part of the reason they had to take him, I think, was the Raiders' own fault because they completely dismantled their offensive line in this mm -hmm. offseason. Like, they have one of the best O-lines, and they were just like, yeah, let's just tear it apart and see what happens. Oh, so, my God. Leatherwood should take over the right tackle position like immediately, given what the what Vegas did in the offseason. But it's just this is a weird pick because this is a guy that probably would have been here, you know, a full round, maybe a two rounds later. Um, they did end up making up for it, I guess, in the second round. Um, they took Trevon Morig off the board, who is the top safety in this draft class. So it's just weird because they took a, you know, potentially a second or third rounder in the first round, and then in the second round took a who should someone who should have been a first rounder. I don't know what the Raiders are doing. So this is like me taking Kyle Pitts in the first round, and I mean of the of our draft coming like in September, uh, you know. <laughs> Like a high pick, but he would have been there anyways afterwards. Yeah, hmm. exactly. I see. Well, I do that, so I, I get the Raiders. Maybe we're not so then the Dolphins followed up with an edge rusher. Um, the Washington football team followed up with a linebacker. And then the Giants took um, the fourth wide receiver off the board, Kadarius oh. Tony from Florida. I don't think 
I think Tony is a decent pick, but the Giants have so many wide receivers on their team. Like, I don't know if he's going to have any impact on fantasy. They have Kenny Galladay. They have Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Darius Slayton, John Ross, Dante Pettis. (laughs) They need a quarterback with accuracy, basically. Uh Yeah, there's so many weapons for Danny Danny Dimes to throw to, but he's not throwing dimes. Yeah, dimes, dimes my butt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, let's see what happens with his accuracy. Maybe with one, maybe they're expecting that one, he'll just throw it to one of those five receivers and someone will make a catch. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Then with the 21st pick, the Colts took an edge rusher, Quitty Pay. So he's Ooh. definitely the best the defense, edge rusher prospect. Defense. Yeah, this is crazy. Like the Colts defense is so good and so scary. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't re-sign their top edge rusher, Justin Houston. So Pay will definitely take over for him. And he's already got all the makings of a top defensive end who will probably average like double digit sacks throughout his career. So the Colts defense is looking really good. They picked up a couple of other um, guys on defense too in the draft. Okay. Let's see what's next. Um, The Titans picked up a cornerback. The Vikings picked Mm -hmm. up an offensive tackle. Then the Steelers, um, they picked up a running back, which not, so I feel like, I feel like NFL draft is different from fantasy draft where you don't necessarily want to take a running back in the first round because there's still a lot of, not in the draft, like there's a lot of talent usually (laughs) in the second or third round. Um, It's harder to take a wide receiver in the actual draft, not not fantasy draft, the NFL draft. Because you look at the top, wide receivers that we have we only have three in this class really everyone else like there's good wide receivers you know there's decent guys but they're not starting caliber for the nfl Mm. so they did take Najee harris um again from university alabama so this is i mean he's he is a great running back pick don't get me wrong like the mm-hmm. Alabama running back lineage is super impressive. You know, they've turned out guys like Mark Ingram, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry. And then this guy, Harris, is leaving Alabama as its all-time leading rusher in four hmm. seasons. Wow. Yeah, hmm. he's a true three-down so back. I like yeah, he, Yeah, he's a workhorse for sure, but... I don't know. It might have been good for them to maybe draft a backup for Big Ben, who is obviously <laughs> on, on the on the decline. Um, I don't know. I guess no, because they, they have Mason made... Rudolph. They yeah. like him a lot. I think they gave him. They just paid him, right? <laughs> Did they? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I saw that. So they they're in love with Mason Rudolph for some weird reason, and I guess that's their future. Too bad. Well, their offensive line is still a mess also, so they probably could have picked up some offensive tackles. So, interesting choice. I don't think it's a bad choice. It's definitely the best running back pick, I think, from this class, for sure. Okay. Then the Jaguars did the same thing. Also took a running back. Yeah, they took Travis Etienne. But they had a good one. 
they do yeah again like very i'm very confused like i'm confused not by the caliber of players that are chosen in this first round it's like i'm confused by the teams who chose them where i'm like Mm. you have other needs that you need to fill so why are you taking these you know other positions when you don't have a need in that position because you know the jaguars have james robinson who was undrafted last year so he was such a skill um i don't know what that means for his his fantasy value next year great well we'll have to see okay Um, (laughs) yeah then the browns took a cornerback and then the Ravens took a wide receiver, Rashad wait, wait, wait. Bateman. But the Browns knew some. Is he related to uh, their tight, uh, legendary tight end? Uh, forgot his first name. It's Newsom, of course, or nah. Um, I'm not sure. Well, we'll investigate that. But yeah, just pick, pick. That. Okay, let's go <laughs> to the Ravens. Sorry. Yeah, so the Ravens picked up um, Bateman. Ooh, a wide who receiver. Is- yeah, he is a great pick outside of the big threes, you know, and he's 6'2", 210, so no more, okay. you know, short receivers for the, for the Ravens. And he is pretty good at playing outside the numbers or from the slot. So I think pretty good pick for the Ravens. Okay. 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 Take that a weapon. Uh, Assuming Lamar. they'll want to no. try – you know, passing. being a passing team. Yeah, because we already learned from last season. That's like, true. When the Ravens focus on passing, they lose. And when they go back to being a run-first team, they win. So That's true. I don't know what this means yet, but I think he's a good pickup. Okay. Okay, let's see what happens. Yeah. Then the Thanks. Saints took an edge rusher on Peyton Turner from Houston. Then with pick 29, the, the Packers take a cornerback. Eric, yeah, Eric Stokes from Georgia. So he isn't the biggest or most physical defensive back, but he's pretty uh-huh. fast. Uh, I think it's interesting because I know a lot of people have been talking about how the Packers should have been taking, you know, should have been getting weapons for Aaron Rodgers the last few years. And last year, the Packers said that they've been passing on wide receivers because the board didn't fall in their favor. Well, now, you know, with the 29th pick, there was definitely wide receivers left on the board that they could have taken, but they chose not to. Hmm. Does this, well, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers next week, but I'm wondering if this makes him happy or even angrier. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't benefit him. Like, they didn't draft someone... You know, they didn't draft an O-line. Like, they didn't draft a weapon for him. Uh-huh. So I don't know how Aaron Rodgers feels. I'm hoping that we'll get more news and it's less speculation in the next few days. And then okay. we can talk about that more. Yeah, I'm excited about that talk. All right, let's go to the Bills, or your boys, the Bills Mafia. Are yeah. they happy? Bills picked up an edge rusher. Ravens picked up an edge rusher. And the Bucks picked up an edge rusher. And that wrapped up the first round. So we ended up with a few edge rushers in the end. Um, All, I think, solid picks. Yeah. So the Ravens and Bucks get stronger on defense even. That's good. mm -hmm. Okay. 
yeah. And then um, going to the second and third day, I think let's look at some of the picks by position. Because obviously, you know, there was a lot of safeties taken off the board, a lot of cornerbacks, um, mm-hmm. center, a few centers. But for fantasy purposes, I think number one, we want to look at running backs. So the Broncos took Javante Williams early in the second round. So they did lose Philip Lindsay in free agency this year. So uh, Javante Williams will probably fill that gap for them, but he's not really the same type of running back as Philip Lindsay. So it's not a direct replacement. (laughs) Hmm. Why is, is he more like a power runner? Yeah, I would say he is, um, He's definitely bigger and more physical. I think it would make more sense for him to take over for um, MG3, who does become a free agent after this season. So maybe they're already thinking about the fact that they probably won't re-sign him. I'm assuming his contract will stay super mm. expensive, and then they're getting this guy in to replace him. Um, but okay. I, I'm assuming he'll probably start for the Broncos, unless they want to start Royce Freeman or Michael Boone. Oh, the Broncos, they're so boring. Well, next, let's see what else happens. What else well, do you have? The Niners decided oh, to also take a running back in the third round, Trey Sermon. <laughs> that guy's good, but how many running backs do they have? Like 10? Trey know Sermon, it, yeah. Trey Sermon is definitely good. Um, he runs through contact he's super quick super explosive i don't i i you know as a niners fan i would never touch the niners backfield in fantasy it's rbbc for sure he's i don't expect him to get too many touches with you know moster and wilson and now gallman on the roster too i know know. he loves rbs (laughs) yeah um and then we have the jets who also took a running back um michael carter yeah michael carter um i think he's decent he doesn't accelerate through contact and he's never had he hasn't really worked a full load that much in his college career Hmm. um but i think they'll probably start him even over coleman yeah he he definitely runs hard for a back his size He's, well, I ain't not, touching Jets. He's not the typical threat you would imagine in a running back. Like, he's definitely not on the same spectrum as, like, Derrick Henry or Nick Chubb. Um, he's only five – he's, like, 5'8", like, 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. So he's probably much closer to, like, a Clyde Edwards-Alaire in size and just kind of the way he runs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. And they also yeah. took another wide receiver – Elijah Moore. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. So he is a deep threat as an inside receiver. He is 
on the opposite end of the spectrum from like Metcalf and Brown, he's like 5'9", 174 pounds um, slot receiver. He, over the last two seasons, I think he caught 153 passes and 14 touchdowns. So pretty good. Um, He definitely picked up the slack after, you know, Metcalf and Brown left Ole Miss. (laughs) Okay. So... So he's, you know, joining Corey Davis and Jamison Crowder. Um, I can see him having an impact. I don't, Corey Davis is pretty good. Jamison Crowder hasn't been that good. (laughs) You always hype him and he never comes through. He's, I feel like he's one of those guys you just draft and kind of like keep on your bench for a fill-in for a bye week. Um, but we'll have to see, you know, with Jack Will or Zach Wilson at the helm, maybe things will be a little bit different for the Jets offense. And they do have a new coach, our former Niners, right? Uh, defense mm-hmm. coach, Robert Sala. So he, he looks like a professional coach, not like the one they used to have. What was his name? Gaze or something? Oh, I forgot that name. Yeah, Such freaking a... Adam Gaze. Oh, God. Yeah, this amateur coach. Okay. So the Jets, yeah, they, they got the weapons there. Look interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Cardinals also took a pretty strong wide receiver in Rondon. Mm, they needed one. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, he is like elite top-end speed, and he's really good at gaining yards after a catch. The only thing is he only played seven games in the last two seasons after breaking out due to injuries. Um Oof. He's not really a complete route runner, but he is joining, you know, AJ Green and D Hop. So, I there's definitely a role for him there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Seattle got Dwayne Eskridge, who is one of the fastest wide receivers in this class, and another vertical threat. Good wide receiver, bad pick for Seattle. They They need offensive linemen. (laughs) Yeah, they still don't have an O-line. So I don't know if Russ is going to be cooking just because they added another, you know, talented weapon for him to throw to if he can't get the ball off. (laughs) We'll see. He's going to be a year older, a year slower. And I don't know if he'll be able to dodge that many tackles coming at him. Oh, well, poor Russell Wilson. I don't understand these like franchises who just seem to like love pissing off their franchise quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like between the Seahawks and the Packers, like I mean, they're so hard to come by. Like franchise quarterbacks are very hard. Like, like yeah, it's horrible. But the Packers did get someone, a Mary Rogers. <laughs> Yeah, they picked off a wide receiver, um, Amari Rogers from Clemson. So, Rogers to Rogers. Rogers to Rogers. I think Amari Rogers' role is pretty limited, though. Like, he really only plays like um, a slot receiver position, which is obviously different from like what they have on their existing rog- uh, roster with Devontae Adams, you know, MBS and Lazard. Um, those. Mm-hmm. Those guys are more, you know, bigger, longer vertical types. So I guess it does address like a spot that's a problem, but I don't know if it's enough to appease Aaron Rodgers. 
And we don't even know if Rodgers will be their quarterback to begin with. So let's see. Right. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned for next week because then, then we'll know what happens. Um, last but not least, I think outside of Kyle Pitts, the only tight end worth talking about is Pat um, Freyermuth. So he is coming from Penn State and pretty good at making tough catches in traffic and you know he's got a wide catch radius so (laughs) out of all the tight ends like he's the only thing that he's the only one I think could potentially have fantasy impact and but you know obviously they already have Eric Ebron who is a great tight end yep so I don't see him getting a lot of playing time maybe in this first season. And of course we talked about big Ben on a steady decline and the O-line is not great for the Steelers. So we'll see how that plays out. All right. Yep. Whoa. So we went, you just did like the three rounds and all these drafts in record time. I think I got a hang of what's going on now. Um, going back into my NFL mode soon. It's coming. It's coming. We're in May. What is it? Uh, June, July, August, and it's just four months away. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, uh, again, people stay tuned because we have more news coming up next week. Try not to take as long. Uh, I think things are cooling down in my position as a designer, it's trying to, you know, accommodate. Vivian, uh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for putting all this together with so much passion and love um, for all of us that are busy and don't have time to <laughs> see what's going on out there. <laughs> Hope you have fun doing this. And, oh, of course. Yep. And we'll see you guys next week down the road into the 2021 football season that's already picked up. We have uh, many things coming up, but for the meantime, again, get vaccine. We're getting there. Uh, let's go to herd immunity. And we'll see you in Slack or wherever. See you, my friends. And we're out. <laughs> All right. We did it under 45 minutes.